Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 3 of the Muck and Meyer Podcast. And we are joined once again by the head coach of the Montgomery Cougars, Chris Grundy. Yo, what's going on, Mr. Gluck? How are you, sir? Doing all right. 25-point win last night. Uh, a little slow out of the gates. Yep. Um, not certainly anything that's uncommon there. Sure. Uh, maybe just opening game nerves or anything like that. And, uh, you know, I had commented on it a couple of times during the game. I said, you know, like, wow, I really don't even feel like we're playing that well. And you look up and it's, a, you yep. know, it's a 20-point margin. Uh, to me, that signals some really potentially good things down sure. the road. Absolutely. Um Hundred percent. I mean, you know, like I was telling you yesterday, um, you know, and some other folks when people are like, "Are you nervous?" and and I was saying, "I'm not, I'm not really nervous. I'm just interested to see how this is all going to play out." You know, s- stuff as trivial as, you know, the chairs being separated by six feet, and then obviously we've talked about the the fathead fans versus re- real fans, and that you know, for for high school kids, um, you know, even for college kids, I'm sure. Um, you know, it's it's a feeling out process. So you run out, you're used to running out, you're used to your buddies being there screaming and yelling, and there's none of that. Um, so I think, you know, that first quarter you saw a lot of us growing up and just getting used to what this season is going to be. Um, you know, and, and, and Philipsburg, like I like I told the guy last night from the Star Ledger, Philipsburg is a type of team that wants to keep it in the 30s, um, 30s or the 40s, and, and that's what they were doing there – in the uh, in the first quarter, they were running their sets, they were running their flex, they were very very um, precise with doing it, um, and then they settle back into their matchup zone. So if you're not going to speed them up, which we weren't doing a good job of in the first quarter, and did a much better job in quarters two through four, um, then it's going to be a grinded out game. And we've seen so many of them through the years with Philipsburg, um, but we were able to to start to speed them up a little bit and. You know, I went back and, and obviously I watched the film last night and watched the film again today. Um, you know, there there are just so many moments from that second quarter, especially um, that just kind of stand out to you. I mean, it was 15 to eight. Um, yeah. You know, in, in in the second quarter, and then JT Simborski hits those um, hits two big threes there in the second quarter to kind of keep us going. Noah Vlasic had some real. I mean, you you look at the stat line. He's got you know people obviously always look at points for whatever reason, but. Just some really, really tough rebounds, tough offensive rebounds, keeping the ball alive, um, you know, and that and that got us that got us going, um, you know. And Chris Rabia was an absolute man child for 32 minutes last night, or actually pretty much sat the fourth quarter, but so we'll say for 24 minutes. Um, and I told him that's the type of player that we're going to need you to be, you know, regardless of the opponent, um, you know. And, and on a night where where Ryan Curry, who's you know, an all-conference point guard was one of six from three, and we still won by 25 points, yeah. you know. So so definitely positives um, as we head into today's game with Bordentown. Now maybe it's the former fat kid in me uh, that you – listen, you glanced over. You're like, oh, well, Matt Prescott, you know, worked on changing his body. <laughs> listen, we've been giving COVID <laughs> tests. Are you handing out steroid <laughs> tests? My man, you talk about – and now being serious, and, and this is just a credit to Matt and what yep. he's done. I mean – Holy cow! He's yes. a different human being. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a big boy, you know. And and you could see it as you know as we as we set up um, some workouts with um, with Sarah Samad in, in the summer. Um, you know, she's she's been great for our program. Um, you know, she was able to um, to do some stuff with our guys at Van Horn Park when gyms weren't open, and and she kind of got the ball rolling again because of everything that Coach Griff has done with our guys. But then he wasn't able to work with our guys. 
so fortunately we were able to find her and she did a, a fantastic job and and matt and and noah i mean the two of them just lived yeah. together oh, yeah. you know all day every day and 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 sarah's using um you know chris rabio's garage so um you know our guys really became committed to to the weight room and 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 the hope is that the younger guys see that and they see how matt prescott can now drive to the basket get bumped and he's getting an and one whereas last year he would get bumped and he'd go flying out of bounds um so just the the physicality aspect um that he and and noah and chris and and the rest of them now bring to the table to complement their their really good basketball skills it's it, it you know takes their their game to another level something that i had always thought uh of your teams that you had to overcome or or, or maybe that's not the right word or fight through because it's so hard to maintain consistency mm-hmm. and because your program always starts out so hot it's I, i'm always thinking every year like wow they're they they're seemingly ahead of everybody yep. now how do you stay there as everybody catches up and then take those next couple of steps. Sure. You know, do I think that you guys are similarly organized? Yeah, sure, I do. To me, now this is more of an untrained eye maybe, there were more obvious spots for growth mm-hmm. in, in last night's game. I, 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 I think I said maybe three or four times, I bet that's a steal come middle of sure. the season. You know, like there, there was uh, like the two plays that come to mind, there was a, a, a play coming out of the, the, the trap where Gordy just didn't quite get there. He just yep. didn't go fast enough. Yep. Prescott ends up picking up a foul at midcourt because I thought it was like that split second of indecision, yep. Hes- yep. you know? Hes- like Hesitancy. Yep. And, and you look at that and you go like, oh, man, you just threw up 65. Your, be- you know, your best ball handler is one for whatever from beyond yep. a three-point line. And the thing that is the most difficult for other teams to match up with is maybe only halfway, 60% of the way to where it's probably sure. going to be. That's got to be exciting, maybe in a way this year that it hasn't been in. in yeah, I mean, hundred uh, percent. I mean, you're 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 looking at a program that usually plays between fifty and sixty games in the summer. I mean, you know, you use the word games loosely because I mean, you know what summer yeah, is, yeah. but you know, and then and then we usually play, you know, we usually play Ewing. It's just us versus Ewing, um, and then we have a game scrimmage against whoever. But all the other scrimmages are quad scrimmages, so so you get to play three different teams. So. I'm telling you this because what you saw last night, you're exactly right. It's it's a work in progress. Whereas usually, you know, when the season starts, we're already in what would be midseason form for a lot of teams. Um, now, you know, we're we're not even there yet. So so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very hopeful um, that we're only going to get better. Um, you know, I thought our transition game looked good for quarters two through four. Um, it wasn't where we needed it to be in, in, in quarter one, and that's why the game was as close as it was, 12 to 8. Um, and that's going to get better. You know, it's just like anything. You know, Keith, you and I talk about this a lot. High, high school athletes, they need to see it. Like, it's one thing for Coach Grundy to say all the time, hey, hey, we have the talent to run, and we're going to score a lot of points in transition. But until they experience it, are they really going to wholeheartedly buy in? So, they saw it last night. Oh, my God, if, if we play fast and we speed teams up and we can get out and transition, Ryan's going to find us. I mean, a couple of the unbelievable passes that Chris Robayo had where he got a defensive rebound, turned around and pitched it ahead to Curry. So now they see it, and now they understand, like, oh, okay, this is what he means when he says push and play with tempo and speed teams up and make teams play fast. So now that they see it, hopefully that's going to be a big part of, of what we do throughout the course of the season. I was thinking uh, a lot about what you had said about not having film on board in town and, and 
uh, something had kind of occurred to me that you never you would never choose to go into a game no. not you know not knowing what's going on. Now, as it relates to the overall importance of this game versus the the big season, it's as close to meaningless you sure. know you know as you could possibly get in any game. Sure. One to the overall. I was then thinking, wow, there's there's value here because when you get into some of those other games at the end of the season against very good teams with very good coaches who also have scouts on you, mm-hmm. the likelihood that you see something that maybe you haven't seen on film from them previously is probably high because that's sure. what good coaches do, right? Sure. So now, in those big moments, how do we react to an unscripted moment and something we've never seen? Yep. So as coaches and as players, this might be a 32-minute dress rehearsal for how do we react to uncertainty or something we haven't seen? Sure. sure. Va- valid theory, or am I just a moron no, 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 and overthinking? No, no, no. It's, 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 <laughs> if there's one thing that can surmise this season so far, it's, it's, it's uncertainty. So, you know, you don't know who you're who, – you, I mean, you actually literally don't know who your next opponent is going to be. You know, good, good friend Justin Salton uh, is, is gearing up to play North Hunterdon yesterday, and, and you know, Kyle, good, good, you know, equally good friend Kyle, calls down to Justin and says, JV coach just tested positive, we're not coming. So that was like two hours before the game was supposed to start, three yeah. hours before the game was supposed to start. So, like, there is no certainty this year. So you're absolutely right, though, in, in, in regards to, um, you know, stuff is going to happen that, you're, that isn't scripted and it's not going to go by the scouting report. And, and we try to prepare our guys for that each and every year, especially with the defense that we run. We always say, hey, listen, fellas, there's going to be gray areas. There's going to be gray areas. There, there's going to be a time where, where a kid, you know, fakes a strong side cut and goes to the weak side or vice versa, and, and you're going to have to adapt. You can't just, oh, coach, I got a question. You know, you, you just got to go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, today today is, is um, I don't particularly care for it, <laughs> you know, not, <laughs> not, not, having, not having the scout. You don't but, say. But, um, but it's going to be good for our guys. It's, good, it's definitely going to be good for our guys. I want to be respectful of your time. I know we all got uh, crazy things to do today. Uh, an underrated piece of what I I'd felt last night, and I just wanted your uh, take on this to end this on a real positive note. Sure. Uh, all the basketball aside, like, I had fun last night. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it was ju- just being in here and doing this was like, you know, sometimes you get into that slog of the middle of the season mm-hmm. some years, and I remember being like, oh, we got to go back to school tonight. Right. we got to do that. Like, I was like, let's yeah. let's get back to school. <laughs> let's go. Like, it was, you know, so so I, I underrated my own level of fun. What was it like for you guys up there? You're, you you hit it. I mean, you hit the nail on the, te- on the head. I mean, it was it was fun. It was it was normal. It was normal. Like, to, to come in here and, and to be flanked by, you know, two of my best friends with, with, with Coach Basford and Coach Molars and uh, to see the joy in, in our kids' faces, you know, when, when Ryan Curry gets an and one in the first half and in the second half and he's screaming and he's pumped up or, you know, Matt Prescott and, and Noah Vlasage, um, you know, giving each other a chest bump after, you know, laying out for a loose ball. Like, it was just it was just normal. It was just normal. And then, you know, to, to get the numbers – that I got from you and Matt this morning of, of nearly 1,700 people, um, you know, took time out of their schedule to, to watch what we did last night. Um, you know, it means a lot. It means a lot. And hopefully it brings – I mean, I'm not going to make this out to be <laughs> something bigger than it is in its high school basketball in central New Jersey, but to give people some normalcy of 
hey, this is the Cougar Den. There's family on the court. This means something to us. It means something to our kids. It means something to our nieces or our nephews or our sons or whatever it is, brothers. Um, it was great. It was great. Yeah, completely agree with you. Well, in all the uncertainty as you head off to uh, relative South Jersey tonight, good luck, and uh, hopefully we'll be doing this a bunch more. And I will be vaccinated. Come board in town. So there we go. You're, well, you're halfway home. You'll be halfway home. Halfway I, true. I, I, halfway we'll, home. We'll see what we can do. But good luck with that as well. Thanks. Enjoy brother. that. That is the head coach of Montgomery, Chris Grundy, as we get set for tip-off against Bordentown coming up right after this. You're 1-0 Cougs on tap. You're caught in the mire. It's the Montgomery Internet Radio Experience. <laughs>